welcome to another episode of the Hot Wash. This is your host, CJ, and my lovely co-host, Alex Maltizo. We're very excited Hello. about our honored guest that we have today. Alex, how are you today? I'm fantastic. We've got a special guest, Johnny Walker. I don't know if you've read the book, but um, eight years with the Navy SEAL team, being their interpreter, and uh, yeah, countless, countless of missions with them. So, And he's actually... Um, is very good friends with um, the famous sniper Chris Kyle. The famous sniper Chris Kyle. Punisher, I right? Think this, I think I think the same hero. We can we can mm. put it in this way. Same hero. First day I met him. Same hero until now. He gave me that impression, and he gave me that dream. It's America is still a great. So, yeah, he's the hero. So for those of you who don't know, uh, we just introduced our our honored guest today. His name is Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker is his code name. Uh, For security reasons, uh, he was given the name Johnny Walker, and we'll get into that later on um, and explain more of that. But uh, he is the author of a book called Codename Johnny Walker. So, Johnny, let's get into who you are, uh, where you came from, and give us, you know, your history as far as where you grew up and and start from there. So uh, this is how I can produce myself. Before I met uh, American forces, I am a known person, live somewhere, and overseas in Middle East, in Iraq, in a city called Mosul. Uh, born and raised in Mosul, find myself tall guy, and I have to play basketball, high jump, and this is like saved me from all, you know, teenager kids fighting, gang, all this bullshit things to be a better person to play basketball at high jump. And in saying that, at the same time, when you play basketball, you have to watch the American dream, the American Harlem team. And this is going to take you to another step. You have to watch cowboy movies, which is Hollywood movies. So all that things kind of goes, and you have to have that music in your mind to collect all the pieces together. So... I end up with no option just to listen to Kenny Roger and watch John Wayne. And I think one uh-huh. of the big parts of my life uh, helping me maybe to work with American forces and do what I did is my belief from that time about Dreamland from John Wayne and Kenny Roger. So I will appreciate those two person in my life, all my life. So let me get this right, Johnny. Your your childhood idols or icons, the people you looked up to as a child in Mosul, Iraq, were, were John Wayne and Kenny Rogers? Uh, at that time, you know, like in my city, Mosul, we have like at least 10 screen theater. And people in like after 70s, there is no such a terrorist activity like now, like modern 
Western clothes, uh, park, uh, theater, uh, weekend, good things in that time. So I am, I think I'm the long, not the only one who is watching. No, I'm one of thousand who is watching cowboy movies and, you know, listen to country music or to listen to any other part, jazz or something, you know. Well, I don't know. I stuck with country music. I love it. I think that explains a lot about uh, the, the man that you became, Johnny, and the the strong strong figure that you became, uh, you know, as an interpreter for Special Operations Forces, um, knowing that you listened to, to Kenny Rogers growing up and watching John Wayne movies, that explains a lot about uh, what made you such an effective interpreter and be so engaged in the, the war on terrorism and supporting the American forces. That's that's awesome. Thank you. And I don't know about if I am tough or not, but for me, this is how I look. When I work with American forces at the beginning, as you know, there is no anti-activity against them. So you don't need to be tough. I mean, girls, they can, in my country, girls, they work as interpreters at that time. They handle it better than me. And for me, that time, I just like work for money, you know, and I just want to talk with those people with all the gears, everything, you know, the uh, weapons. And so first time when I work with them is about my background things about the American dream and also about money. I need money to support my family. So Johnny, how old are you exactly? I cannot tell. My wife is gonna be best off. <laughs> uh, I can accept that answer. Yeah. <laughs> so, how old were how old were you when you started uh, when you started working with American forces, Johnny? Roundabout. You don't have to give me an exact age. But... So I told you, I'm 52 now. So when I work with uh, American forces, I'm in 40s. And at the beginning, I worked with uh, amazing units, uh, military police. And the first guy I worked with, or the guy who's picked me up to work with, is uh, Sergeant Bird. And from that time, it looked like I started living my dream, like hang on with the Americans, listen to them, listen to the accent. You know, our our schools is teach us the British accent. So when we hear American accent, it looks like, holy shit, that's awesome. That's good. So <laughs> I'm just like, keep listening to them. And until now, I'm struggling to say water like you guys. Uh, like uh... when I go somewhere, can I have water? What? Uh, water. But I thought you always drank Johnny Walker. You didn't. You didn't need water. You just need Johnny Walker. How did you get that name? (laughs) I think this is obviously. So one of the mission, I'm kind of buzz. At the beginning, Mm -hmm. they called me Walker, and they came and they saw Johnny Walker the bottle with me. We are sleeping together like best of friends. And they said, Johnny uh, Walker, from now your name is Johnny Walker. So it looks like. I love it. Fuck it. I love it. Same thing. Yeah. That's awesome. 
So Johnny, let me let me ask you since you know you grew up listening to uh, Kenny Rogers and and watching John Wayne movies, what what is your favorite uh, Kenny Rogers song? Uh, I think Lady. Wow, lady? I would not imagine you as yeah. a lady liker for Johnny for uh, Kenny Rogers, yeah. huh? Yeah, mm. I like it. Uh, I don't know, but like and include my. The Arabic song, I don't listen to the first song with weak uh, words. It doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. to me to waste my time, mm-hmm. like, talk about my flat tire. Fuck that shit. I'm not going to listen to that. <laughs> I want to listen to something. Yeah. I wanna <laughs> but listen if you play the country songs sense. backwards, you get, the beer, you get your beer back, you get your dog, and you get your truck. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, and fishing, fishing rods, and leg in front of you. That's all what he needs. Or hunting. Yes, and you are so, a big fisher. Oh, love fishing. <laughs> Who is yeah. not? So what? What was your favorite? What was your favorite uh, John Wayne movie? All of them. I can. All of them. I can. Yeah. I mean, each so one has John Wayne quote then, things. if that's the case. And for funny things, like one of my good mm-hmm. friends, she is a Fox mm-hmm. reporter. We talk like she, family friends, she came all the time to uh, our house, her name Holly. So mm-hmm. she know I love John Wayne. So she met her uh, John Wayne daughter. And mm-hmm. she signed book to me and I have it with his driver's license, passport, all this kind of these things by signature of John Wayne daughter. So almost mm. my dream complete. Almost. Aww. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So so how about Johnny, if I that? ask you some uh, how about if I ask you guys too? Because I feel I am the one who's defense and you guys part of you attack me. <laughs> <laughs> Right. No, well, remember we, we already have the deal where I eat the fish and you fish it. Okay. But yeah, so yeah, how about CJ? CJ, yeah, mm-hmm. tell us something about your background. People, they love to hear that too, you know. You're the guest CJ? on the show, Johnny. That's why we brought you on. Everybody wants to know about you, brother. Uh, okay. <laughs> I love the I I love the politic answer. That's cool. <laughs> Well, you know, most most of the people that uh, listen to the show already know uh, what my background is. But if they don't, you know, I retired out I of the know. army with. Okay, uh, I retired out of the army with 20 years in the army. Um, I've been a medic my entire time in the military. Uh, kind of got tired of being uh, just a regular army medic, and in 2001, I applied for special operations and got accepted. Went to Fort Bragg to the special operations medic course. And I was actually uh, in the junior class uh, when the Twin Towers were struck by um, the airplanes. And that kind of, uh, you know, I already knew what I wanted to do. Uh, You know, I knew before I came in the Army that I wanted to be a, you know, a soldier. Uh, All growing up, I played, you know, soldier all the time. And when the Twin Towers hit, it was... You know, a horrific event 
but I knew that everything I'd been waiting for and training for was about to happen. Um, all the, like the long is, hours that, that I put is, in. That's cool. So I was ready, ready for, you know, my call, uh, to, to heed the nation's call to fight for our freedom and to protect our way of life. So yeah, Afghanistan was my first deployment. Uh, I graduated in December of 2001 and, uh, in March of, uh, 2002, I was, uh, in Afghanistan. Um, so did multiple deployments uh, with the 160th and, uh, you know, I've got a total of combined uh, 11 rotations to Afghanistan and 11 uh, rotations to Iraq. Got a total of 63 well, months well, between the two countries. Where in Iraq, if you don't mind, I'm asking. Uh, you know, there's probably not very many places in Iraq that I haven't been, Johnny, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Because I've bounced around that uh, entire country, Iraq and Afghanistan. Uh, okay. Not very many places in either country that I haven't been. Just because I was working uh, as a medic with the, you know, the Special Operations Aviation Regiment, the 160th. Now you oh, both okay. have something in common. You both worked with the Navy SEALs, because that's one of your clients. Yeah, that's why I'm when trying you're, uh, to read mm-hmm. what he what he work in Iraq. So, because one of the guy, I met him. He's mm-hmm. army guy, and we talk mm-hmm. like we friend, and mm-hmm. his name Boone Coulter. And I mm-hmm. uh, told him, what is staging in, in Iraq? He says, in Baghdad. Where is Baghdad? And he says, this is that. I told him, shit. When we have a sniper mission, we go there and we say, he said, no. You came with them. And this is, I told him, yes. So it looks like big world, but with this thing, like we find something common between us. So I've definitely spent a lot of time uh, in Mosul. Um, been to uh, my city yes been been (laughs) a lot a lot of time in in Mosul been to Telafar um, Telafar is my city okay you know the castle right absolutely the old castle so I'm gonna tell the story about the old castle so okay you know when I work when I work with seals they don't treat me like turp they treat me like part of the team so when we go for a sniper mission we go six guys so I have my mm-hmm. M4, I have my grenade, I have my radio, I have night vision, everything. So one of the times they pushed me to the tower and they said, Johnny, it's your turn to fucking watch the tower. Sorry about my effort. I cannot I cannot speak English without it. So anyway, so I went to the hey, tower. Hey, we'll uncensor here on this show, so you can, you can drop that F-bomb all you want, brother. Thanks, brother. So anyway, I went to the tower and... I have nothing, you know, it's hot fuck, so just like tried to finish my time, and I saw the kids kind of disappear. Those look like, what's going on? That's that's weird. So anyway, kids disappear. One guy, he came with his AK, boom, 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 boom. He shot like maybe 10 shots, but nowhere. He didn't aim. He aimed to the castle, not to target. So it looks like there is something behind that, and I'm hoping not RBG. So I'm, I'm watching that thing. My wife called me, and they have Nokia phone, cell phone at that time, and I put it in a special tone. Those look like, shit, this is not right time, but I don't know what happened to my wife and family. So I have to answer them because they are 
in danger more than me because I have everything to protect mm-hmm. myself. They have nothing, you know, because the enemy right. live with you. So anyway, mm-hmm. so I asked her, hey, what's up, what's going on? She says, nothing. I just want to uh, be sure you're okay. And, you know, we talk about the kids, and I saw the other guys. He came with AK, too. So it looked like uh, I need to take care of that. So anyway, I... I have suppressor M4. I shoot one, and soon he fell down. The RBG guy, he show up. So I just like threw the phone from mm-hmm. my hand, and I just watch him because he aimed to me. So it looks like with myself, babe, I love you, but I don't want to lose my life now. I want to see you again. So I shoot the RBG Aww. guy, and my wife, hey, what's all the sound? What's going on? Why are you through? You are not talking to me. I told nothing. You know, we just went to Iraqi party, and they invite me for Iraqi wedding. And part of the oh. uh, CJ, he knows I have to shoot a few rounds, and that's why yeah. I have to respect the, our tradition. Oh, okay. Please have fun. I told her, yeah, my I'm scared. <laughs> this looks like holy cow. Do you know the Meyer CJ? The Meyer and the Laffer in that time, his name Najim. Oh yeah. Um, no. Yeah, I've heard of that name before. Yeah. So he is now he's he run the um, all the army operation to liberate uh, Mosul. Oh wow! Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny, I think we've we've got a caller on the line. Uh, are you okay with taking a caller? Yeah, of course. Okay. Let me go ahead and uh, tell Rachel to, to throw him in on on the the show. There, gonna have a caller. Last four two five three one. Last four two five three one. You're live on the hot watch. Hey CJ, it's Shannon. I just called in to listen today. Oh hey, how are you? How are, how are things how going are today? You? I'm good. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. You got you live on the air with uh, Johnny Walker and uh, my co-host Alex. Do you have any questions you'd like to uh, to ask uh, Johnny or Alex? I don't. I just wanted to thank you both and say hello to Alex and have hello. a happy and safe Memorial Day weekend. Aw, thank you. thank you. That's so sweet of you. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome, CJ. So that brings up a good point, something uh, I obviously want to, to hit on today. Is um, you know Memorial Day we're going into this weekend, um, and a lot of people don't really realize what the big or what the difference is between Memorial Day, Veterans Day, and what they're supposed to be doing. Uh, typically, everyone in America thinks oh, it's Memorial Day weekend. It's a four-day weekend. I go to the, to the lake, I get drunk, I ski, I fish. And it's just an excuse to have a good time and, uh, so, you know, celebrate some time off with your family. Well, the whole reason we have Memorial Day is not to just have a good time. Memorial Day was started to memorialize our American soldiers and our allies that we lost, who lost their lives fighting for our freedom and our way of life. It's to honor those individuals. So Correct. it's not all about just a weekend to have a good time. It's it's a time to reflect on the sacrifices of our brothers and sisters who have shed their life, shed their blood, and given their life in support of our freedom 
in this great country. So this weekend, I appreciate that it's awesome you have time with your family and have a good time. But you know what? Let's do something to memorialize the people who gave you that freedom and who gave you sure. the, the ability to go out and have a good time on this weekend. That's what Memorial Day is, is all about, remembering our fallen. Same thing, same thing. Like, I mean, for me, it's the same, like, main meaning, but in different way to reach to that meaning. For me, every day in the United States is Memorial Day. Every day is President's Day. Because without mm-hmm. those people, we cannot be gone. We will have no weekend. And mm-hmm. we will have no Absolutely. Nothing. We have no family. We have no dignity. We will have no honor. So it's not, give me five minutes, please, from your time. No, give me fucking five minutes to those people who is now severing, and maybe one of our brother or sister, he's fucking injured, to protect your freedom. You know what I mean? So true. Like Kyle. Chris Kyle. Right now, oh, he have two medals, three medals, one medal. Who's care? I met Mike Thurden, Medal of Honor, and I told him, hey, you know what, brother, you're, you're a hero. He says, no, Johnny, I'm not. I'm just doing my job. Mm-hmm. So yeah. those people, like, we need them to live with us in positive energy way to appreciate what we have. Like, believe it or mm-hmm. not, sometimes when I walk and I show my son, he got out from the school. This was like, oh my gosh. Thank you so much. No one threatened him. No one forced him to be a Muslim, Christian, Jewish, whatever, name it. And no mm-hmm. one tell him to love Barack Obama or Hillary or Donald Trump. He's a free man. The way how we, yeah. we should our kids raise. All of them be our heroes. Medic. Uh, CBs, Air Force, all of them, our engineers, our doctors here, all of them. So Absolutely. I think United States build on Memorial Days. So this is how I understand that, brother. Be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And while I'm thinking about it, I definitely want to throw the number out there for anybody that's listening in and might want to call in and ask questions today. If you want to call in and talk to us, our number is 646-478-0325. That's 646-478-0325. We're on the air live with codename Johnny Walker today, and uh, we're interviewing him, talking about uh, his time that he grew up and uh, what compelled him to work with the Americans and, uh, more importantly, uh, take it a step further and, and work for special operations and the Navy SEALs as their personal interpreter uh, for eight years. So, Johnny, I've got to ask you a question. Uh, how many years were you Please. working as an interpreter uh, before you moved over and started working with the SEALs and, and working explicitly with the special, special operations forces? So I think six months I worked with military police. And mm-hmm. after that, SEALs, they, they want, like, local turf. And... They, uh, I did a lot of crazy things with military police. Like one mm-hmm. of the things I did, like one of the mission we went anyway, 
military police, American military police had the target from the front. Me and the cops, I'm leading the cops. We're heading the target from back. So anyway, we went to the back house and we knocked the door and the owner of the house, he didn't let us to go to the roof. So I told him, you know what? I don't care. I'm going. So I went and I jumped to the roof. Anyway, I found the jackpot. While I'm waking him up, I put my uh, hand underneath his pillow. I found a pistol. So mm-hmm. same time, I hear like gunfire. And I hear like, let's go to the police station. Let's go back. So this guy, he's with me. And we are at the roof of second story building. So it looks like, you know what? Fuck it. Body, nothing personal. So I push him all the way from the second, so from the <laughs> roof of second story, and I head back, walking between the small alleys to the police station. So I did a lot of CLF. things like that, mm-hmm. <laughs> and the seals they hear about me and they said we want this guy, and I still remember like first interview with JT. God bless him. He uh. We talk, and I told him, so what's going on? Are we, I'm going to work with you guys or not? Because at that time, if you work with the special forces, and instead of they pay you 200, they pay you 500. So it looks like 300. I will do everything to get the extra 300. So he says, definitely. I have no idea what it definitely mean, and I'm kind of shy to ask him. So I told him, okay. And his face response is not happy or sad. So I couldn't tell. I went to the military police base and they asked me, hey, Johnny, what's up? Are you good? I told him, definitely. So he says, yeah, they're smiling, laughing. So it looks like, yes, I am in. I'm going to work with those people. So. Yeah, you fit right in. You fit right in. Actually, oh. Johnny's a, a very good friend of my ex uh, who was with SEAL Team 5. And um, they're just great, a great group of people but I do want to touch base on Chris Kyle so when do you remember meeting him and and I know that you guys uh you know kept in touch and became really really good friends when you came to America as well yes ma'am so I worked with Chris like several mission back in Iraq and Mm -hmm. humble guy warrior uh care about his people and they call him racist bullshit he he called me brother. He gave me his food. We talk about mm-hmm. emotion things. We talk about anything. And sometimes he sleep while I'm watching. So how he mm-hmm. embraces and he trusts me. So yeah. and when I came to the United States, he thought I'm killed or something happened to me, you know. So uh one of the guys, he said, Johnny, can you come to uh, Chris Kyle uh, book signing? I told him, yeah, of course, why not? Mm-hmm. So I went, and, you know, he saw me, and he was like, oh, shit, motherfucker, you know, we <laughs> hug, and we talk, and I thought you are, you are killed, this, you know. Got the mm-hmm. point. And so anyway, I told him, hey, Go take care of your business, take care of your guests. I'm not guest. Uh, we will talk. So he went, and you know he had to have a speech, sitting like before the last couple line. And he says, after like a few seconds, he says, "You guys call me American hero. 
uh, I'm not American hero. See, this is the point about the silver medal. Yeah. He is so humble. He 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 don't want to have credit to himself. He says, I'm not the American hero. The American hero is Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker, can you stand up? But please, before Aww. you shake my hand, shake his hand, this and that. And I swear to God, this looks like I have mission and I'm having big gunfire and I'm losing my life. This bad situation mm-hmm. he put me. So mm-hmm. this kind of person, he's lying? Bullshit. Did you know mm-hmm. him? I mean, his enemy respect him and they scare from mm-hmm. him. And his his own people call him lying? Mm-hmm. Give me something better to, I can't believe. You know, and so why are we doing that for our heroes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you publish it? Oh, you publish ahead. it for mm-hmm. to be top head in news? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can lose. You respect yourself by an attacking American hero. Yeah. So, have you kept in touch with um, his wife, his widow? Yeah, yeah. And the from rest of the family? Yeah. That's yeah, right, that's yeah, right. From time to time, too. They are cool How's people. she doing? Yeah. Huh? Good people, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when you heard that Jesse Ventura was trying to sue the widow of Chris Kyle, what did you think? <laughs> I just said, fuck him. You can drop all the F-bombs you want. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, like when they told me, I said, fuck him. He's a piece of shit. You know, because, <laughs> fuck him, he's because a piece of I know shit. for sure, I know for sure what Chris Kyle did. And I yes. know Jesse Ventura, he's lying. So when mm-hmm. someone lying about someone he's dead, he deserves no respect. Mm-hmm. And he want to assure yeah. him, and he is dead. What is the honor of this business? So that's why I said, fuck it. It's not worth it to waste my time, you know? Absolutely. And I think that definitely put a bad taste uh, in a lot of people's mouth for Jesse Ventura. Not that a lot of people didn't already uh, have a bad taste in their mouth for him. But for, for those <laughs> who might not know, I think a lot of people do know. But, you know, Jesse Ventura um, was a Navy SEAL. Um, he was a Navy SEAL from way back in the day. And he is really uh, already had been kind of pushed away as an outcast in the community. Um, and when I say community, the, the SEAL community, and more especially um, after he attacked um, in court, uh, you know, and went after uh, Chris Kyle's wife, went after the estate of Chris Kyle, um, that really completely pushed him even further away uh, at a distance from the SEAL community. So that was definitely something uh, that, that a lot of his his brother SEALs uh, completely lost. If they had any respect for him, they lost what little bit they no. had um, for him when he did that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like I told you, it's not worth it to his time and to mention his name because this is what he wants. He wants more attention. So I'm not going to give him that attention. Fuck him. So, Johnny, so Johnny, you survived. I was going to say, Johnny, you survived two um, assassination attempts, you know, to yeah. work with the Americans. And thank you so much for your service. 
Oh, thank you, ma'am. I just did my job, and there is, believe me, yeah. thousand Iraqi millions. They did more than what I did with American forces. But I think mm-hmm. I am the lucky one because I'm tall, work with seals, mm-hmm. and came to United States. So I think that I am the luckiest one. You know. Mhm. Mhm. Well, I think something that's very important important to point out that you know, I've I've had a lot of interaction, Johnny, with uh, a lot of interpreters, and you know, for those who don't know that what the the term terp, um, that's not a derogatory term. It was just a, the the short name for in, instead of saying interpreters, they'd say, hey, you know, we need a terp or bring the terp up. Um, but I've had a lot of interaction uh, with interpreters and uh, worked with uh, a lot of good interpreters, and we had our ones that we were, um, you know, very partial to. Um, but they very in the special operations community, um, we had those that stood out and those who were, you know, of the same cut from the same cloth that Johnny is cut from. And one of the things that I want to bring out. Um, you know, Johnny was talking about how Chris Kyle told him, you know, Johnny Walker's the hero. Well, you know what? Today, there are a lot of American citizens still alive today, American soldiers, uh, Navy SEALs, former veterans or veterans of the, Iraq, or the, the Iraqi war. They're only alive today because of Johnny Walker's actions. So oh. it's not just him Absolutely. interpreting – it was his actions mm-hmm. that he had, his intestinal fortitude that Johnny had to stand up and not only just interpret, but to fight as a part of, of his team of brothers, his SEAL team brothers. He was a member of the team, not just an interpreter. He was a team member that they called brother, and they knew they could yeah. rely on Johnny to pull the trigger, and they could rely on Johnny to watch their back, and if somebody – came from their, their 6 o'clock position, Johnny was going to neutralize that threat. So, you know, one of the things we have to drive home, and I want, and we have to, I want to drive home, is, you mm-hmm. know, Johnny's not just an interpreter. Johnny was a brother to those SEAL members, and he still is a brother to this day because they Absolutely. knew 100% that he had their back. And, Johnny, you know, I want to say thank you for being thank the man you. you are and thank, thank you, you for brother. having that intestinal fortitude and having that drive to be to go a step above and beyond what you had to do that you you know the job you were being paid for you went above and beyond that job and you took it personal because you wanted to make sure that your brothers went home to their families safely of course. and that's a I mean, huge thing brother like this is how i how i understand what happened like seals they came i mean all the forces they came thousand miles to my city, to clean my mm-hmm. city from bad guys. And this is like a huge trans... Uh, uh, when I move from military police, we just like uh, caption bad guys, which is uh, corrupt, um, gang, thieves, robbery, you know, all this kind of things. But when I mo- move to the seals and we start capturing guys with IDs, with car bombs, it looks like, honestly, I feel shameful. This has happened to my city, and I don't know. And people came thousand miles, they know, and they took all the risk to do that. 
And from that time, it's like kind of my understanding for my job is getting different from money to believe what I'm doing. I want to clean my city because I don't know before there is bad guys, like in 2004. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. from that time, I pushed myself so hard to learn language, to learn the Mm -hmm. technique, to uh, find ways to uh, bring better information, find technique to get the information from the jackpot. So if you look at it, those people build me the way how I am when they give me the belief about we are not your enemy. We came to help you for a better future to you and your family, which is not me. This is for all Iraqi innocent people, Christians, Sunnah, Shia, no matter what. And mm-hmm. This message, I receive it very clearly, and I believe it. And I still believe it until this moment. So it's a big deal to me. It's a big, big honor. Like sometime I go to the events and I put mm-hmm. the Biden in my jacket and I'm not Navy SEAL. This is a big deal to me. Mm-hmm. How many people mm-hmm. they will pay billion dollars? How many phony? They will love to have this attention. And me, I am not graduate from the box, but I am a, one of the seals they asked me to put the trade on my shoulder. This big honor, my family, they can uh, carry it all the time. Um, yeah. So, Johnny, what uh, what was your defining moment when you realized, and I'm asking you this question because even when I knew that, um, you know, I'd gone to the Special Operations Medic course, graduated Green Platoon, was, you know, doing my first deployment, and probably about my second week into my first deployment in Afghanistan, I had a defining moment where I I realized, holy shit, this is real. This is cool. This is what I've been training for, you know, like, (laughs) it was like the awakening of like, wow, there it is. From so the you, first you had mission? that from the first mission? Yeah. So, like I told you, when I moved from military police, all my mind said, maybe you can uh, chase bigger uh, gang people or something. There is no terrorist activity, nothing, in my city, in Mosul. So, my English is so amazing, fucked up at that time. So, I went to the brief with them. I understand nothing. Only the jackpot name because it's in Arabic. Another that, I have no idea. So anyway, they took me to the target. One of the guys, he scored me, like, from my shoulders, top, left, right. So anyway, we stopped, and, you know, they put preach at the door, and I have no idea. So when I hear the explosive, it looks like, shit, I need to save my ass. I have no weapon. I have nothing. Those guys, they have everything. I am the one who's going to be like, go with the, like, victim. So it looks like I just mm-hmm. run away. And the guy who's called me, he's in charge about me. He's responsible. So he just followed me. Hey, stop, man, stop. No, motherfucker, I'm leaving. I'm not a step. <laughs> so from, from that text, from that mission, first mission, I learned the lesson mm-hmm. so good. So good. So... <laughs> Yeah. 
Johnny, what was what were your thoughts uh, the first time you ever got on a helicopter? Because I've had definitely uh, some some interesting experiences seeing some of the interpreters uh, and some of the. Uh, I've worked with. I've been you know Iraqi yeah, armies and Afghani before. armies. I've been. So you had been in a helicopter before. before. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I have no highest panic. So I'm cool with it. Boat. I'm cool with it. So. But like I told you, like the preacher without, I know they can breach the door. This is like, holy cow, that's crazy. So, yeah. and um, Alex mentioned about they want to kill me. So this is funny things. So in, I think 2004, when I work with SEALs, they teach me a lot, you know, they train me. And I have training with Iraqi Special Forces. And in Iraq, you don't need to have any training to shoot AK. So anyway, but they teach me how to watch mirror position, how we change the road, all this kind of CTR. You know what I'm talking about, CJ. So, yep. so anyway, I'm driving my car and... I saw car behind me, so I keep it to memorize the color and two driver and passenger. So I took left and he's after me. And that time there is no assassination. There is nothing. It's peaceful city. Mm-hmm. But because I know from the seals how many bad guys we capture, I know there is something. You know what I mean? But other people, they have no idea. So anyway... So my plan is, those people, they just want to pass me. It looks like that's weird. The driver, he have long beer. And the passenger, he's teenager. And this is part of our tradition should be the teenager driving the car. And the guy with beer, which is his mullah or imam, that means his religion guy, he should be as the passenger. So kind of take my attention so I put my plan I'm gonna take right soon I'm gonna take right push the gas hard and those follow they they are planning to follow me they can uh, push the gas hard too so soon they can mm-hmm. pass me I'm just gonna stop suddenly so I did that and I stopped and I saw the guy the teenager the passenger mm-hmm. I, I remember his face until now with nine millimeters uh, Iraqi mm-hmm. pistol. He shot me one round, and I'm lucky. I keep mm-hmm. my head between the two doors, the plate, so mm-hmm. the round hit the plate. And I know that after like a couple of days, when my nephew washed the car and he find the bullet. So anyway, I just wow. stopped, and they they tried to run away. I have AK-47, and I shoot the driver, kill him. Went to that guy, and he had pistol, AK, it's different. I shoot him, too, and kill both of them. And mm-hmm. I opened the hood, and I um, disconnect the hose of the gas. And that time I smoke, and I have lighter. I just burned the car. And so lesson I of told, the day, don't fuck with Johnny Walker. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> this is <the> now. <laughs> so... I you the, have to respect the, the Johnny Walker. Oh, thank you. Absolutely. Thank you, I burned the car because I want to burn the evidence. And mm-hmm. people, they start gathering, you know, after like five minutes when the uh, fire 
start eating the bones and you can feel that like the sound so anyway mm-hmm. whatever uh and people ask me what's going on i thought those guys they work with americans i can't tell uh-huh. they are not sad for what happened to them oh okay go before the cops can catch you okay allah akbar and i left so Next day, I went to the base, and I have one of my good friends, his name Steve Hilly. I can't announce his name. He's uh, retired now. He's officer. Mm-hmm. He came to me, and he says, Johnny, just let you know, the bad guys, Qaeda, they killed Turb, and he gave me my name in Arabic. Oh. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I told him, oh, okay, thank you, because when those guys came, some of the people, they told him, hey, they killed Turb. And those work with Americans. So my team, they think those guys, because, you know, the way how worked the system, the police, they send report to the military police. Military police send it to the headshed of the base. And the base, they can send it to everyone. So my team, they saw those guys, they are Turb, and they killed they don't know those guys. They want to kill me, and I kill them. Mm. Yeah. Don't fuck with Johnny, Johnny Walker. Got- That's all I got to say. Just, just like the, you know, just like the drink, Johnny Walker. You have to respect it. You can't take it lightly. If you don't respect Thank it, you. it's gonna, it's gonna burn your ass. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, I actually have somebody shot me a question and wanted to know uh, what, what your thoughts were on. The stable, or not the stable, the situation uh, in your country uh, prior to the Americans uh, invading Iraq and, and where it is today. How do you compare that? Okay, so tell you something. George Bush, he did an amazing job. But was that amazing job? First mistake. Fair. We're saying that. And I just remember how much the people, they are so happy when they release you from the old regime. Mm-hmm. I cannot describe the feeling. This is amazing. And George Bush did what he did. One of the mistakes is there is no plan after invasion and release the army. This is make Iraq so weak and the foreign fighter, they can go to the border without anyone stop them. But anyway, the American forces keep training Iraqis, Cub, Iraqi army. And in 2009, we reached the result. It's almost Baghdad very safe. I took my family every day from And maybe we hear every month one car bomb. The question is, why Obama pulled the troops from Iraq? And you know, like if you are, if you get your driver license, you need at least to have confidence yourself and tell your dad or your mom leave you alone, right? Mm-hmm. So we don't have that, and he let Iraq open market to corrupt politics and open market to Qaeda and Daesh. And that's what happened. Instead of we mm-hmm. 
sacrifice one million. Now we have to sacrifice one billion dollars. Mm. So my vision for Iraq, same vision to the United States, like a civil war, thousand and thousand and thousand people killed because freedom is not a free. Freedom no, is is a blood. And we play blood now to get the freedom, and it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, after Obama leave the White House, the the, place, <laughs> yes. the new president do the right things, send enough troops, or don't send anyone. Send enough troops to Iraq and make the adjustment and kick as ISS. Oh yeah. Kicking ass and taking names. That's what should have uh, continued until the mission was complete. That's definitely how I feel. Um, Correct. That, I think we we had a good – had good inertia. The, the ball was rolling good, and, uh, you know, the inertia – the ball was stopped, and uh, we weren't making any forward motion because of politics and because we want to be yep. – uh, everyone in, in, in America is so concerned about what everybody else thinks, uh, and, oh, we can't offend people. You know what? Mm-hmm. It's war. Our job is to kill people. Our job is to secure places. And yeah. we don't care if we upset you or hurt your feelings while we're doing it. Well, unfortunately, yeah. that's what we were bound by is, oh, we don't want to hurt any feelings. Who gives a shit you about know, their feelings? One, what one we care about is saving our people's lives, doing it yeah. one of, CJ, one of the best things, I read it in one of my friend's shirt. He is big supporter to Donald Trump, and he have shirt, Trump, uh, no, something, and fuck your feelings. You know? <laughs> exactly. He supports Donald Trump. It looks like, fuck yeah. His That's name great. Kevin Kent. So, That's great. Yeah. So, feeling so one of the things is, I- not good, is not good with... Warrior matters, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I can care less about people's feelings, uh, especially when I'm executing a mission. Uh, that's the last thing I care about. And you know, I look at it uh, in my day-to-day life, in, in my current job. You know, I'm not too concerned about uh, people's feelings when I have an, a, a mission to accomplish or a job to a task to complete. Um, you know, those yep. feelings you could take those off and check them at the door. Uh, until we're yeah. done with our job, then you can put those back on if you want to. I'm sorry, sure. Alex. I think yeah. you were going to ask Johnny something. Yeah, I was going to ask him. I know that he's doing a lot of things still with his uh, frogmen and things to support him, uh, support them. Johnny, could you tell us about uh, the shirt that you'd come up with? Oh, so um, I don't know. It's kind of idea, me and my friend Danny. We're mm-hmm. thinking about, okay, we need to find logo to put my name, and uh, we need kind of to send that message about Memorial Days, about veterans, about Red Friday, something mm-hmm. I want people, like the other shirt, but for my shirt, when they dress it, when they wear the shirt, it looks like, because of those people, we have hamburger now. It's easy and simple. Because of those <laughs> people, my kids, he swimming now. 
because of those kids, uh, my daughter, she graduates from the co- college. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. So for me, I'm not saying money is not important. It's mm-hmm. important, but for me, if my message goes to the people when they wear the shirt to remember our brother and sister who was killed, who is surfing until now overseas, or veterans, this is my goal. Yeah. And speaking of your family, how have they assimilated as Americans? Oh, I'm going to tell you about my family. So, you know, I have four kids, two boys, two girls. I love girls. Mm-hmm. No, this Aww. does not mean I had my boys, but I think my boys, they had me. So, anyway, <laughs> so every time when I uh, bring my son from the school, you know, I'm trying to be like good father, American father, you know. Hey, what's up, buddy? What's going on? And, hey, how is everything in the school? And he just looked at to me like that weird looking. <laughs> Does he Good. listen to country? <laughs> Good. No, he listening to, you know, those new things. So he just like look at to me and good. Looks like oh, okay, buddy. When I ask his sister, <laughs> Hey, how's your school? Oh dad, you don't know. This is what we do. This is what we do. And <laughs> she just like gave me all the description of her dad. Uh-huh. So I think they are perfect American now. Yeah. <laughs> they have no access. When they do no talk access. more. <laughs> yeah. And my other daughter, she's 17 and a half years old, and she gets engaged, fiancé, to uh, a guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I met him one time. And, you know, he tried his best to prove himself, his personality. For me, I don't give a shit. So I told him, buddy, <laughs> all what I want from you, don't hurt my child because I'm going to find you. And when I find you, I'm not going to be happy. <laughs> don't uh, fuck yeah. with Johnny Walker. We need to make that shirt. <laughs> yeah. Like, literally. And yeah. then just you walking away from a big bonfire. Don't fuck with Johnny Walker. <laughs> Yeah, there is a current, you know, there's a current country song that would describe that, Johnny. You know, clean sitting on the front porch cleaning my gun. (laughs) (laughs) And you know, CJ, the funny thing, I don't know if he's a Christian, if he is Jewish, if he is not believer, if he is Muslim. I didn't ask him that question. Mm -hmm. And this is what's like. Me and my kids, I think we are in the healthy environment. Absolutely. Yeah, that brings up something, Johnny, that I, I, I want to ask you because uh, too many Americans uh, have a, a tainted view of uh, of the Muslim religion uh, or Islamic faith. Um, because, and I'll give you a good example. You know, one of the guests that I've had on the hot wash uh, a couple of times, and he's called in before, is Hamdi Jassim. Um, okay. He, you know, we've asked him what his thoughts were uh, about, you know, the religion, and, and a lot of people listened to his interview, and he opened their eyes that you know, just because someone is from Iraq or Afghanistan, and because they were raised in the Muslim faith, that doesn't mean that they're here to hurt us, hurt our country. You're an American citizen. You you are an American. You're my brother. 
and they have to be able to see that, you know what, just because you came from a predominantly Muslim country doesn't mean that you're here to destroy all Americans. Because, but not all Islamic faith, not all people that have the Islamic faith are radical Islamists. Correct? Yeah. So, I mean, you know, religion is, I, I love all the religions. I cannot be the Islamic speaker because I'm not a good religion guy. I live about mm-hmm. all the religions. I live, believe about karma, all this kind of cool things in my life. I believe mm-hmm. about Jesus. I believe about Muhammad, Moses, Buddha, you know. So anyway, for me, this is how I look at the religion. If the religion helping me to build me better person, I will go with that. If the religion is going to make me like stupid, idiot, jackass, know nothing, I should stop doing that. This is first mm-hmm. part about what I think. Let's go back to, to American people who is, have this kind of panic about Muslim. I agree with them, man. No shit. Like, if my kids now, when they show Ba'id and ISS, they cut the head and they yelling Allahu Akbar, and the guy who is fucking his head is going to go off, he's yelling Allahu Akbar. My kids, they're going to be panicked. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. for us, he's going to be panicked from Muslim. Because, as you know, the good things go to specific people, bad things go to all the people. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's say it's like CJ family. If they did awesome things, helping thousand family, uh, oh, okay, good. But if your kid do something on the street by accident, they can say, oh, CG family, they are bad. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, same thing. I give them excuse, but the thing is, how long we can live with this fear? I cannot kick my neighbor Muslim from America. I have to live with him. If I want to kick him from that, maybe I can do that. Like show him some heat, all this kind of, But where he's going to go? He's going to go to the oh. radical. He's going to go to the extremist. So without I'm listening to my brain, I'm just using the heat to build enemy. He can mm-hmm. destroy American future. How about if I bring that person, if he is not involved with any anti-activity, meld him with American community, and let me judge him about what he is doing to the United States. But I'm not going to judge him about what his belief. Because mm-hmm. the belief is personal line between God and human. Shouldn't anyone yeah, that, involved with it? Because I, I agree with you. That's one of the that's one of the great things about being an American is having that freedom to choose who you want to serve, uh, believe in God or not believe in God, uh, worship Buddha if that's who you want to worship. Uh, that's do your whatever. choice as an American. Do whatever, but it's your choice to me. to be. 
to do that. That's, you know, that's part me, of what is being an American is. Yeah. Believe what do you believe. I don't give a shit. This is your life. I'm not going to be in your grave, you know. Mm-hmm. But if something happened to America, I want you to fucking carry a weapon and you fucking protect my back. That's all what I care about. Absolutely. Or when we work, don't fucking cheat. Work your ass hard and do the right things. You know what I mean? I care. About I love that. it. I love it. Johnny threw the the plug in for Second Amendment rights there. He's talking about carry your gun and protect us. Uh, I love that. That's that's awesome to hear somebody I mean, uh, of your about, stature say you that. And you know, it's funny things like you know, I work with seals like almost more than thousand mission and special forces too and military police ranger. No one asked me if I if you are, and I have my pistol, I have my gun, I have my M4, I have I have everything. No one have that fear. Oh, Johnny, he's Muslim. He can kill us. And we are here. We are civilian underneath the law. No one can do shit. You just mm-hmm. call nine one one, and they will take you right. And we have that fear. This is, I don't know. I cannot explain it. I mean. SEALs, Special Forces, Ranger, Army, Air Force, all of them, no one fear from Johnny Walker or another Muslim fighter, and we have that panic in our country. You know what? I think this is big propaganda to ISIS mm-hmm. when, we, uh, when we are not welcoming innocent Muslim to our community, we give ISS big favor because he can build them uh, bombs easily because he just needs a trigger. Okay, see, mm-hmm. you want to uh, United States, you want to live peaceful, and what happened? They hate you because you are not Christian. You are not this and that, and you have to revenge. You have to do this, and you know, failure. Stupid mm-hmm. and educated, they will do anything. And so, Johnny, let me ask you one, one, one question I want to ask you. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but it's, you're, you're hitting no, on it. You're ahead. kind of that, going around it. I want to ask, what is your thoughts on the current administration's uh, belief that they want to bring uh, all of these Syrian uh, refugees into our country? Uh, <laughs> just giving <laughs> them a free pass stupid. to show up here. This is stupid. Can you can you repeat that? I'd like to hear you say that one more time. This is stupid. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I, that's the way I, I feel mean, exactly, and you know, a lot yeah. of Americans do. Yeah, I mean, why, why I want to bring fucking Syrian refugee with no background check? Mm-hmm. I'm talking me as a Muslim, American Muslim. I don't want him to fucking come to my country. Until mm-hmm. I have background check 100%. And why we feel responsibility about those people and we are fucking thousand miles. And Arabic country is just across the border and rich motherfucker country. Mm-hmm. Why no one do anything by name of Islam for Muslim and should the United States bring the Syrian refugee? And why Syrian refugee? How about if we bring people work and prove loyalty to American forces? Why we do not bring those people? 
people work with CJ. I agree with you on that 100%. Fight with him. 100%. Fight with him. And CJ, he knows him very well. How about those? We bring those people. Because those people, they can love this country and they can build it. So, I don't know, man. I just hope Obama goes away. It's too much. <laughs> I feel the same way. As long as Hillary We're is not in office there. either. I'm, I'm, a, I'm for Trump, for sure. I'm, I'm with you guys. I, I'm going to tell you why. So, most of the people, they call Donald Trump racist. I mean, my people, Muslim, right? Mm-hmm. If he is racist, keep it, CJ and Alex, keep it in your mind, this name. He's mm-hmm. Donald Trump racist. How about if those Muslim people who call him racist, if they are not American citizens, they are only Iraqi, and they want to go live, let's say, to UAE. Mm-hmm. UAE citizenship, never. And they treat you like shit. You cannot mm-hmm. have any business until you bring UAE citizen and put his name on that business without any money, just his name, and he share you 50-50. If you are in the gas station and a UAE citizen, he came, he can kick you out. So those yeah, that's people true. racist or, or Donald Trump? Who is racist? Right? Right. Yeah, you've got a very good point. What he want, he I'm not going to let Muslim come here because he's not fucking liar politic. He used like amazing vocabulary to make the facts look like acceptable. No, all, yeah. all the bad things, all the car bombs, all the assassination in Muslim country. So he just want to be honest. I'm not going to bring Muslim now because all this chaos. Mm-hmm. So he's yeah, I agree racist. with the background if, check. If I, if, okay, I'm racist too. When I told <laughs> Seals... You are not racist. Seals, no, no, no. <laughs> and, and on those people, those people explanation, I'm racist too because I told Seals, hey, don't go to that neighbor. They are bad neighbor. Uh-huh. About the Muslim bad neighbors. That mean I am racist against those Muslims. We have no problem with Muslim good people. We have a problem with bad people, and he don't want to have. He just want to send message, clear message to Obama. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna let anyone come. I'm not gonna let Syrian refugee or anyone. You know, yeah, the first one who's gonna me. affect the first, mm-hmm. the first one who's gonna affect in the United States if we bring the Syrian refugee. Is the innocent Muslim, the good Muslim. Because mm-hmm. from 10,000, if we have 10 ISS and they killed random people, a lot of people, they can hate all the Muslim. Mm-hmm. And some innocent people, they can affect. So he, he kind of want to build in the chaos. And mm-hmm. Donald Trump, he want to stop this shit. And let yeah, me tell you for... something else. Mm-hmm. Five years, you can vote for Donald Trump. For hopefully, no one votes for Hillary Clinton. Please don't. So <laughs> yes. Five, five, 
Yeah, I'm hoping She's a criminal. No She's because, a I mean, career criminal. Yeah. For mm-hmm. all my people, all my fans, everyone believe in Johnny Walker, please don't vote for Clinton. Vote for Trump. He is not perfect Absolutely. 100% because there is no one perfect, but he's the one who is know how he took care of business without put sweet vocabulary to make you feel comfortable. No. Mm-hmm. He want to tell you the fact, you know. And mm-hmm. shit, how I can forget my friend who's killed in Benghazi? Yeah, absolutely. There is no way, you know. So, mm-hmm. so if he if Donald Trump races, I'm racist too. <laughs> well, I hate to, to cut our show short today, but uh, unfortunately we're running out of time. And uh, we're going to have to wrap things up, Johnny. And I definitely want to say right, thank you so much for coming on today. Uh, you are it, the best. It means so much. You know, mm-hmm. it, I love having you as a guest, and I would actually love to have you back on as a guest again in the future um, because thank you I love so much, listening guys. to your stories. And thank I, I can you. definitely say that. Especially if we Johnny Walker. Yeah, you know, you're definitely a true American, <laughs> uh, 100% true and true. True American, and thank you for your sacrifices. You are an incredible American. Mm -hmm. Oh, thank you guys. You you guys, amazing people. Thank you so much. Thank you. you. I'm definitely honored to call you uh, a brother, uh, a brother in arms for sure. Another is mine, brother. Another is mine. We definitely want to say next week uh, the hot wash. We have a a great guest lined up for next week uh, on the hot wash. Friday, 3 June at uh, 5 p.m. Eastern time. We've got uh, Tennessee Senator Dr. Mark Green. He's a former infantry officer who got out of the Army, went to medical school, came back in as a, as a medical doctor, um, was a Mercy Board uh, board certified emergency physician. Um, and he was actually a flight surgeon in the 160th. Uh, he was my battalion flight surgeon in the uh, 1st Battalion, uh, 160th. And mm-hmm. spent a lot of time. He's a great friend of mine. Uh, he actually wrote a book after uh, his time working in Iraq. Uh, he actually was responsible for Saddam Hussein overnight. Uh, and the time that he spent with Saddam, um, talked to Saddam a lot. And he wrote a book uh, after his time in the military called A Night with Saddam. Uh, we're definitely honored next week to have uh, Tennessee State Senator Dr. Mark Green come on and talk uh, talk with us, and uh, it'll it'll be a great show. He's definitely doing some great things uh, in the state of Tennessee, representing the veterans in the state of Tennessee, and uh, setting the path um, to affect issues for veterans not only in the state of Tennessee but at a national level. So that's next week, Friday the third of June at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Definitely want to remind guys about that. And one thing I want to say before we get off the air today, I've already uh, got on my uh, soapbox, but I, I feel the need to get on my soapbox again, is it's about Memorial Day. You know, if you're out there listening, don't let people forget what Memorial Day is about. It's all about honoring our fallen brothers and sisters who have given their life, who've sacrificed their life for our freedom and our, our way. That's what Memorial Day is about. So you know what? If you're out there enjoying the lake, having a barbecue, spending time with your family, whatever you're doing, don't forget to think about 
and remember those who paid for your freedom and, and gave you the opportunity to be an American and, and continue to serve who you want to serve and live the way you want to live. It's because of our fallen brothers and sisters that you have that freedom to do that. Absolutely. And I want to throw a, you know, Alex, I want to throw a shout out to our Gold Star family members because you know what? One of Jeff the hardest Alvey. weekends. Mm-hmm. One of the hardest weekends outside of the day that they lost their loved one is Memorial Day weekend because it's all about that loved one that they lost. So I want to, from the bottom of my heart, throw out a thanks for the sacrifices of the Gold Star families who lost their sons, their daughters, their husbands, their wives, their daddies, their mamas, brothers, and sisters. I will never forget, nor will I let those around me to forget, the sacrifices that your family has paid for our freedom. So Gold Star families, I definitely salute you and let you know that you are in my heart and mind as well as your loved ones are in my heart and mind this entire weekend. Uh, when we think about Chateau the sacrifices Hanaki. that your family yeah. has made. And Johnny, um, if you, I was going to say, uh, get Johnny Walker's book. It's codenamed Johnny Walker. It's a great read. Absolutely. Johnny, are you still on with us, brother? I think we might have, uh, Johnny might have already jumped off. Hey, yeah. for those of you who are listening today, you know, Johnny wrote this book, an amazing book. It's called Codename Johnny Walker. It talks about his time that he spent in the eight years of service uh, to the United States Navy SEALs, working as their personal interpreter, going on day in and day out uh, missions with them. He's done over a thousand missions with with Navy SEALs, and there are definitely Navy SEALs alive today, American soldiers, sailors, and Marines who are alive today only because of Johnny Walker's actions. So he is a true American hero. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. He is. he is an American hero, and he deserves that respect. Uh, it's very much earned. Alex, uh, do you have anything you want to you want to cover before we uh, end this episode today? No, um, I'm just looking forward uh, for next week. And I was so um, I was honored that Johnny was on today. So that was great. Um, too bad Drago couldn't join us because he was also an interpreter as well. And um, but, you know, there's always next time. I definitely want him back on. Absolutely. I would love to have him back on. Uh, and, you know, go out there and search search the Internet for, for Johnny's book. Uh, you can find it on eBay, Amazon. Um, just type in code name Johnny Walker, and it'll pop up. Definitely want to reach out uh, and, and check that book out because it's an amazing book with a great story. Um, I don't have anything else. I look forward to seeing right. you guys next week. God bless America. Don't forget, today is Friday. As always, remember everyone deployed. Um, Mm -hmm. Say a prayer for our brothers in arms as they're fighting a good fight, taking it to the enemy. We want to say have a safe weekend. Don't forget to uh, think about those who have given their life for our freedom. God bless America. God bless the USA. Take care, guys. Signing off. Bye. Closing in when you're not really sure.
Peace. 